This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hi again, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of the Black and Blue Report, the Wednesday edition, always brought to you by ABC Auto Insurance, ABC Auto Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. We've reached kind of another milepost here in training camp 2016 for the New Orleans Saints. They had their last open practice today, and we're now inching very close to that, that much-anticipated third preseason game. We're going to talk about today's practice with John DeShazer in just a moment, but uh, we had a great crowd out at Saints camp today, and a little cloud cover did help. Uh, as the guys uh, kind of pushed practice back just a little bit and went all the way past uh, noon today. And and uh, our uh, conversations on Black and Blue Report today certainly will focus in on that and this time of camp. We'll do so with an interesting uh, mix of guests today. How about Bobby Bear from WWL Radio? I don't think we've ever had him on the Black and Blue Report, but he's going to give us his thoughts as to how preseason has gone so far. And then rookie wide receiver Michael Thomas is with us as well. He's really focused right now, and my visit with him today is much different than, say, what we had a couple of weeks ago. So we'll talk to those two gentlemen here in just a moment. First up, though, John DeShazer from NewOrleansSaints.com. Um, the cloud cover did help today, uh, but the Saints had a had another, I think, competitive practice, and, and, John, all we've heard about is from players and coaches alike, one backing up the other. I think it's legitimate that they're – that they're completing a very physical and competitive portion of their training this year. Yeah, well, again, as we mentioned, um, we can't harken back to the days of Jackson, Mississippi. Those days are gone uh, with the collective bargaining agreement, but as physical as you can be uh, under the new rules and stipulations the Saints have been throughout this training camp, uh, they had another good physical training camp, really hot and sticky and humid, and they were able to get through it. Uh, didn't see the same issues with cramping today as we saw yesterday. So I think the guys hydrated pretty well over the night. And, uh, and they got the work done. That's the main thing. They got the work done. The kickers got a focus today in a way that I'd never seen before. Yeah, um, Coach Payton pulled a couple of fans out of the stands. Um, they were anointed captains. They, made a, they called a coin flip. And uh, Rachel and Terry were their names. And uh, Rachel uh, called tails and, and uh, did not win the t- did not win the uh, the coin flip, but did win the competition. Her kicker won. <laughs> so uh, who was her kicker? Uh, her kicker was uh, was, uh, was was Kai, was, wasn't it? Was Kai Forbath. Yeah. Uh, Connor Barth missed one out of his field goals, missed one, so he made four out of five, and Kai made all five of his five. So uh, Terry didn't end, end up having to do any up downs for it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they did come out with a little bit of competition. And I think Coach Payton basically told the team and. and Rachel and Terry, she just want, he wanted to break up the monotony, just wanted to do something a little bit different. He said he thought of it about five minutes before he went out there, and they went through the drill. And I think it added a little something to the drill just to have a, a little bit of a different nuance to it. A big chunk of practice today was spent on preparing for the Pittsburgh Steelers in that game on Friday night. What does that tell you at this point? Well, one, it tells you that this is the most important preseason game because the rest of them, they pretty much go through vanilla and basically run the same stuff or or they're not really exotic. And two, um, interesting, uh, and we heard the point brought up from Coach Payton and from Mark Ingram and from Drew Brees that, you know, they basically played the first two preseason games against teams that they had just directly practiced against they didn't add anything new in and so maybe that had an effect on how the offense proceeded because they didn't you know say okay we're going to call this play against this look or we're going to scheme this way against that scheme they just went out and did exactly some of the things they had been doing 
in those practices now. Does that give you a hall pass? No, because you still got to ex- execute. You still want to be able to block the guy. You still want to be able to complete the pass. The receivers still have to have separation, whether or not the DB knows where he's going or not. But that does offer a little bit of an explanation as to why the offense might have sputtered in those two games. Fair enough. Anything else in the notebook from today that is worth pointing out? Well, I mean, you know, just finishing up on the right note, we saw um, Brandon Coleman make a couple of nice catches uh, in the drills, uh, team drills, and he's a guy who I think is, you know, he's had a, either he's had a fire lit up under him or he's had the spotlight shined on him, whatever the way you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But when Coach Payton said his training camp has been pedestrian, that is a call. That's a, that's a shot across the bow saying, look, get your stuff together. Or, you know, this might not work out well for you. So he had a pretty decent practice. Again, we see the defense uh, playing well. Um, we keep hearing high marks from David Onyemata. Good to see Stefan Anthony back at linebacker. So, you know, those things just kind of, you know, jump out at you a little bit. All right, fair enough. Um, gosh, the next time we talk about this will be on Friday night at that building down the road at downtown New Orleans. Well, it's good to be home. It's good to be home for a preseason game. Uh, it's good to hear the home fans being in the in the Superdome. So it'll be good all the way around. Um, we're ready to get back to a familiar environment. And look, I think the Saints are going to take this game, I don't want to say, you know, regular season serious, but they're going to take it pretty serious. You know, they're not really happy with the way they played the first two preseason games, the turnovers as much as anything. But they want to put on a good showing, especially the front line guys, because this is their, you know, game. They're not going to play much in the fourth game if at all. Yeah. So this is their last time to show it and put it on film. Fair enough. You ready for our eclectic mix today of Bobby Bear and Michael Thomas? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd really like to see those guys actually do, a, <laughs> do an interview side by side. I'd, I'd love to see that. You probably couldn't understand Bobby and then Mike's kind of quiet. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, I should have done that. Uh, we'll go with Michael Thomas first, then Bobby Bear. Stay with us. The Black and Blue Report for a Wednesday. Yours in just a moment. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. Hi, it's Mark Romig. When I'm not announcing touchdown Saints, I'm listening to the Black and Blue Report. Michael Thomas is kind enough to stop by again. Good to see you uh, here in the friendly confines of the hot and sweaty Louisiana. It was a much different climate, I think, the last time you and I talked. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> you know, but this is what's going to get us better and prepare us for the season. What's it been like the last couple of days? Has it been an adjustment to this weather for you guys? Um, just had to be mentally strong. We knew it was going to be hot no matter what, but we're still going to have practice and going to have to go out here and compete and get better. So can't really worry about the weather. I mean, 
back ahead, maybe when you get a break, you might start feeling the heat. But while you're running, you can't really focus on that. Would you? Uh, how would you categorize this week? Did you like the way the week of practice went? Um, yeah, I like it. I like the way we do things around here a lot. Um, I can't complain. I enjoy. I'm ready for practice every day. You ready for the regular season yet? Have you had enough of camp? Um, I guess I should say <laughs> I had enough of camp, but then again, it's, it's just football, so having fun. We know you can catch. We know you can run. How? How? What would your grade be on lining up in the right spot here through these first several weeks? Um, I, I line up in the right spot. That's my job. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got to be one of the hard things to learn, though, right? I mean, just even know where to go on each given play. Um, yeah, but that's our job. That's what they, you know, they brought us in to do, and that's what they put you on the field to do. Do your job. So. What are you more comfortable at now as opposed to, say, when we started things up up in West Virginia? Um, my assignments, I'm able to play faster. I know what's going on, reading coverage, a lot of things. I miss the Ohio State cleats, by the way. Oh, are are yeah. you missing them too? Yeah, sometimes I miss them, but, <laughs> you know, they had to go somewhat eventually. Who, who made you finally give them up? Um, I just had to. That's fair. Um, speaking of Ohio State, how different are your – rookie duties now with the Saints as opposed to what you had to do as a freshman for the Buckeyes? Um, pretty much similar. Uh, we compete here a lot, and we compete a lot at Ohio State, so pretty much the same. Uh, just up, It's more up-tempo here. You're playing against vet guys. You're playing against guys that are more smarter, uh, older guys that are smarter, seeing a lot of football, so you have to be smart too. What about the duties, though? You know, do you have to carry some pads here? Yeah, Did you I have to do it there? Before. Um, I didn't have to carry pads there. Um, not really anything else other than that, though. This group seems to leave you guys alone a little bit, don't they? We're all young, so that might be the reason <laughs> in my room. But I see a lot of rookies carrying stuff, and, you know, we're, we're trying to get better right now. We're not trying to play any games. We're trying to improve and get to the playoffs. Vaughn Bell spoke to the media yesterday. He had nothing but glowing things to say about you. I don't know if that's an Ohio State thing, which you guys all do stick together, but he, he really looks to you as a guy to kind of keep him right, too. Do yeah. you do the same with him? Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're rookies. Um, we're the young guys. Um, we're, you know, who Sean, we, you know, both went second round with, they, and Coach Payton, they, they invested in us. And, you know, we have to contribute and add value and prove them right. And we just have to have a hungry mindset. We can't let the, the early success get to our head because we're trying to play, have long careers here and win big games. So, you know, we've had success. We got off to the right start. Now we have to just keep building. Michael, over the years, Coach Payton has been cautious about heaping praise on first-year players but yesterday as I'm sure you've heard he he said if he were playing fantasy football he might want to have you on the roster that that's about as glowing as a comment about a rookie as you're going to get from coach Payton so I'll ask for your reaction um at the end of the day those are words you know now I have to back them up prove them right with my actions and every day that starts on the practice field and when he presses play when he goes up there to review the review the film with the staff he you know I have to be in the right place at the right time and just keep proving them right and you know keep praying you know um, a lot of successes come from you know praising the Lord and just trusting my coaching. Michael my son's 16 years old Colin couldn't wait to get his homework done last night so he could break into his new Madden NFL game um, are you a Madden guy and and yeah, what's I'm it gonna what's Madden, yeah right now being a rookie I um, I shouldn't be playing Madden. So, uh, <laughs> What's it going to be I'm like, though, to play now that you're in the NFL? Um, it's going to be fun, but I used to create myself on the air and all that type of stuff, so <laughs> it's fine. So you, you're, you're not even a rookie then on Madden. You're long past that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Preseason game at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome on Friday night, your first time playing there in the NFL. Any thoughts about what that might be like? Um, doing my job. i um, be on a big stage. I have to represent the Saints, who that nation, so do my job and play fast and do what I did on this practice field. 
Good to talk to you again. Thanks a lot. Sir. Thank yep. you. Michael Thomas on the Black and Blue Report. Still more to come. Stay with us. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Have a once-in-a-lifetime experience at a New Orleans Pelicans home game. Get up close and personal with seats that put your feet on the hardwood and sit you within arm's length of NBA superstars. Pelicans floor seats are now available and come with access to private hospitality during the game, plus invitations to exclusive team and premium events. It's the best way to experience NBA action. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com and score your seats today. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Hardwood, hardball, and hard knocks. This is the Black and Blue Report. I tell you what, if you don't enjoy a visit with Bobby Bear from WWO Radio, there's something wrong with you. And as a matter of fact, I think there's probably something wrong with me that I don't think we've ever had you on the Black and Blue Report podcast before. Oh, is, this, really? is this the first time, I think? I think, yeah, probably. You know, you do different interviews and it all just connects and uh, your head starts swimming. But, uh, no, uh, you know, I, I'll do anything for you, so. Well, yeah. I appreciate that. And I won't let it linger like this ever again. <laughs> hey, you know, this team's about to move into a new phase of the of the preseason with training camp kind of closing down one one mode of operation into another what if what have you taken away so far from what you've seen dating back to late july well uh, i think the defense can't help but be better you know fans might say well no they can stay the same uh, but i just go by what i've seen uh being in a number of practices and they just seem a whole lot better because i don't think our offense is taking that much a step back mm-hmm. now i think for us to truly have success this year I think the offense can't be good and the defense better. I think the offense has to stay great. And the defense, obviously, if we can get somewhere in the middle of the pack, disrupt the opposing quarterback, you know, all the red zone defense, all, all those numbers, uh, and take away the football. But uh, what I've seen is uh, they're playing with a lot more confidence. Uh, I think uh, the passion's been there, uh, you know, throughout practice, practices that I've witnessed. Uh, I think the leadership is there. Uh, uh, I'm impressed with uh, Denell Ellerby and Robertson, how they can run sideline to sideline because it is somewhat 
a passing league. First things first, you got to stop the run. But also uh, your linebackers can't be a weak link in coverage, and I think uh, that's a big asset with Ellerby being healthy and Robertson coming on board. But uh, I think we could have a successful season and still not be a playoff team. Now, what do you mean by that? Uh, what do I mean by that? Uh, we were 7-9, and nine, but I think if we go 9-7 and seven, considering strength of schedule, that I think this team would be heading in the right direction. I think it's going to be that tough uh, and now, I would hold the organization's feet more to the fire, I would say 2017, because you'd have more experience on defense. And I'm still counting on Drew Brees uh, playing at a high level. Uh, but still a lot of expectations. I think it's going to be unbelievably important. It's never a must-win week one. But I think we have to beat the Raiders in the Superdome and get off to a great start. Pretty much, I'll look at the first four games before we play Carolina after the open date. Uh, you know, it's, it's the NFL, but they're really not playoff teams. You know, it's te- it's, if we're heading in the right direction, it's teams we should beat. I'm not saying 4-0, but at least 3-1 and one in that type of start. So, Bobby, do you, do you feel better now than you did, say, a year ago at this time? Um, no, not really, because I was optimistic uh, last year. And I, I, I thought the AFC South, the NFC East, uh, I, I think that's one of the reasons why Carolina went 15-1, and one, uh, because of that strength of schedule. I, 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 I was extremely disappointed we didn't get the 10 wins. Uh, last year, but when you look at it uh, defensively, we were horrendous. Uh, you know, when, when you last in the league, uh, you know, a scoring defense, you're giving up the most points, you know, 30 points a game, you're giving up a five yards a run. Uh, no, uh, we were even lucky, I think, I think with those kind of numbers to even be 500 now. Uh, with that being said, I'm still concerned with uh, winning in the trenches consistently. More, I would say, I think we are going to get better stopping the run, but we still got to be able to run the ball because I think, I don't care who's the running back, uh, that if we can run the ball, it's not just attempting to run, but having those rushing attempts, but actually accomplishing something. It doesn't have to be amongst the best, but keep the defenses off balance because if we can run the ball, Drew will be even better. So that's the concern right now. Haven't seen that, hopefully, Friday night. Uh, that's a continuous process against the Steelers, then to close out the seasons against the Ravens. The Ravens are one of those lines uh, that we never match up well against. So uh, we'll know going into the Raiders game, I think, uh, where we are uh, in a rushing attack. And right now, I'm not too optimistic with that. I mean, you can have games where you're averaging, you know, two yards, a yard and a half, uh, two and a half yards. Uh, no, that's not winning football. Yeah. Hey, you, you enjoy uh, always seeming to pick the sleeper. You love picking a sleeper for the 53-man roster. Have you have you come oh, yeah, to a conclusion I, I, on this one yet? I, I, it was kind of sentimental reasons, and, and I picked him before uh, that weekend, before we even went to the Patriots, Devontae Harris, okay. uh, the cornerback from Texas A&M. I think we got three Harris's on the team, so what do they call him, Aggie? Aggie, yeah. Yeah, Aggie. So, But the reason why I said, oh, for sure I'm picking him now, I didn't realize his dad – played with me in 1989 his dad was our kick and punt returner rod harris and i I didn't even i said i didn't even know that was his son so i said oh i gotta pick him now so that's got uh, my dark horse and i've had success in the past going with uh jonathan uh casillas uh jolan dunbar Mm -hmm. so i've had uh, some luck with with my dark horse so that's i'm going with Devontae harris you love doing this, don't you? I mean, well, every I, time I, I, I listen to you and watching it, I just, you just love it, don't you? Well, uh, it's the closest thing you can get to football without coaching. Okay. And uh, you get to stay involved. And, uh, you know, I, I was fortunate. I had an opportunity in Atlanta uh, to do this. 
uh, you know, do a pre and post game with the Falcons. And I was kind of a good luck charm. I've been to two Super Bowls, one one. Uh, that that was the the first Super Bowl I went as as part of the media. Uh, the Falcons got wags by the Broncos, but they at least got there. Uh, and and so I got uh, you know my feet wet and, and got involved and, and and I just like talking about football. I feel like it keeps me young, and uh, and, and still being involved and and still have a feel for the game. You know, it's changed somewhat with the rule changes. It's more uh, wide open, uh, but it's still uh, I think old school from the get-go can you run the ball can you stop the run to set the tone and are you winning in the trenches I, I know we got the right quarterback but that's why it boggles my mind why wouldn't you want drew to be the quarterback if he's healthy now two or three uh, four years yeah. he's healthy he's like a young 37 and you got a hall of famer so what you want to maybe put in a young guy and hope he works out I'm like, no, quarterback's the least of our worries right now with this team. I don't want to watch that. There's no way. Hey, you, out, of, out of all of us who, who cover these teams and whatnot, I probably think that you interact with the fans more than anybody else. If I could ask you to pick one thing that you wish fans knew more about, what would it be? Well, uh, more about me personally? No, no, just about maybe the game itself. Oh, the, the, the game itself, uh, understand that it is a team game. Now, this old cliche, you know, usually the head coach and the quarterback gets too much of the glory, mm-hmm. but they get a lot of the blame. I, I could tell you, if our offense is not in the top five, let's say we're still the top ten, that you, it, it boggles my mind how they would throw a lot at Drew's feet. Because, you know, fans tend to follow the football. But that's why if they were more in tune uh, with the whole concept mm-hmm. uh, of 11-man football, you know, it's not like tennis or golf when you look at, no, is that guy by himself, you know, whether you win or lose. And, 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 and I think quarterbacks, uh, the good ones, uh, realize, hey, I need that supporting cast. And just, hey, but they get paid the big bucks, so they should be able to take the, <laughs> the criticism that comes to the territory. But I think that'd be the one where, um, you know, the backup quarterback's always the most popular and oh, if we had him in there, so uh, but, but I don't think that'll ever change in, in football, even going forward. You look great for thirty nine. It's thirty nine, yeah, right? Thirty nine. No, no, I'm gonna be honest. I, I turned fifty six August nineteenth. Now my joints feel probably like I'm in my sixties, but my mind, I feel like I'm I still about late twenties, about twenty eight. <laughs> I'm just glad you're you're willing to have fun with all this more than well, anything else. Well, well, thanks for having me, and uh, yeah, hopefully the Saints have a successful season because it's more fun for me. Uh, to want to do the post game and get the fans involved, the Houdat Nation, because um, right now they're a little discouraged, a lot of adversity, you know, with all the flooding, and, and they want to be optimistic. But I told them I'm not just going to say we're going to the Super Bowl. I'm going to be realistic, and I still think uh, we're a 500 ball club right now until proven differently. Fair enough. Right. Thank you, sir. Thank I, won't, you. I won't wait so long next time. Okay, all right. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, 
fueling the future. The Pelican schedule has just been released and 12 game plans are now on sale. Join us this Saturday, August 27th at the Smoothie King Center to select your seat to see NBA All-Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, and more. Pick up a 12-game ticket package and take in a couple Pelicans games a month for as low as $17 per game. Visit pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP for more info and score your seats today. Follow us on Twitter at Black Blue Report. We've got a good one for you tomorrow. The Thursday edition of the Black and Blue Report has our special guest, Stan Verrett, New Orleans Zone, a St. Aug guy, and of course on ESPN Sports Center from Los Angeles. We'll have a nice long visit with him. He's got a lot to say, uh, both about the Saints, uh, his life and connection to New Orleans, and certainly about current events surrounding all of us right now. He's very in tune with many of you who are uh, struggling, of course through these uh, horrific floods here over the last several weeks. So that's a big show tomorrow. Stan Verrett on the Black and Blue Report. Our thanks today to Bobby Hebert, of course, from WWL Radio. Michael Thomas. Don't forget that Twitter handle. Can't guard Mike. He's backed it up so far. And our own John DeShazer, who uh, wrapped up this Wednesday practice for us. So with that, we're going to wrap up our Black and Blue Report as well. For a special guest to your practice today, Boomer Nunez is with us. And we're uh, happy to have all of the fans here of course, at Saints Camp. Probably our biggest crowd yet our earlier practice today. Okay, that'll do it from Airline Drive. Sean Kelly, we'll see you tomorrow. Stan Verrett on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.